0: Friends and teammates, you are back with Tom Webb, and today is Friday, May the 28th, and this is episode number 277 of the Boom Leader Daily Podcast. This is published on all podcasting platforms and through Alexa devices as a flash briefing. For details on how to set up your Alexa device to get these life and leadership tips by simply asking Alexa, head over to boomleader.com and click podcast. The directions are in the show notes. Now with today being a Friday, I am joined by my friend and fellow boom leader Jeff Rose to share with us his life and leadership tip that has contributed to his success. Let's get into it. All right, Jeff Rose is a husband, father of four, a certified financial planner, former CEO of Alliance Wealth Management, and he's an author of the book Soldier of Finance. He's also a blogger at goodfinancialsense.com a YouTuber with Wealth Hacker Labs, and a combat veteran. The most important title to me is Friend. So welcome to the show, Jeff.
1: Thanks for having me, man. Glad to be here.
0: Aside from those details I've just shared, feel free to expand on any of those and share the passion that truly drives you to win in this game of life.
1: Whew. Uh, well, you did miss my my two puppies, so I do have two puppies as well. So yeah, we are a pretty cr- crazy, chaotic family, but... As I have learned, I guess the the difficult way is just to embrace the chaos and, and just love it. You know, it's like, I think we all have these uh, unrealistic expectations of what like the perfect family is and how your kids are supposed to behave like 24 seven and based off of TV shows and everything else. And, you know, that ain't real life. And Oh man, you just, uh, you just recognize that and you deal with it. You address it head on and, uh, also give yourself some grace because I think every single parent does not have it figured out. And even though we, we probably thought that our parents had it figured out when we were younger, like as you get older, you realize like they had no clue. (laughs) And, uh, yeah, so that's just the way that I kind of approach my family life and also I guess the, the business as well. Yeah, that's
0: awesome. I appreciate it. The one thing I know I did leave out too, is the addiction to in and out Burger.
1: (laughs) I am obsessed. I'm grateful that, uh, I don't think this is a good or not, but I, you know, living in Nashville, Tennessee area, we don't have In-N-Out Burger, which is probably a good thing. But, uh, every time I do travel the West coast, I mean, I fully indulge in as much In-N-Out as I can.
0: No doubt. So, I uh, appreciate you being on today. This podcast focuses on action leadership and just two minutes a day. I like to share a common life or leadership problem along with a solution. And on Fridays, I love to bring on a guest to share a problem or struggle in life or in your career that you have found a solution to. Uh, so when others face that problem, they may know how to handle it. So if you would, just paint a picture for us of a difficult situation or problem, something you found a solution to that you've been able to overcome.
1: Dear Lord. Um, so uh, trying to think of, of different concerns, issues, problems I've had along the way, and the one that came to mind just a- as we were talking and it's one that you and I i think i spoke a little bit about was um, with my business i had a a business partner that we had worked together for 5 years and we had tremendous growth and we it, we were in a season where things were still really 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 good but there started to have there started to be some occurrences where i didn't trust everything that was going on. And it was uh it was really difficult for me because you know, man, when things are going really, really good, you know, it's hard to question what uh you know what somebody's doing. Like, man, like how can I question him? Because it uh I mean the results are still there. And initially I started to um I, I initially didn't address it like I started to, and then I got an answer that wasn't really an answer but I kind of chalked it up as like oh yeah no that, that's good that's what I need that, that 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 works okay good and uh grateful to have a spouse that was willing to recognize like that wasn't a good enough answer and I had to really go to, uh, to go to bat for myself and identify like what do I need from him like what do I need out of this relationship what do I need out of this partnership and that's something that I, It's funny like i didn't realize up until that time like it was something that i really really struggled with and a lot of it was just based off uh you know having divorced parents and you know just some stuff as a kid that uh i recognized like it was really hard for me to have this unpleasant confrontation uh you know with my business partner i mean it definitely put me in this complete state of discomfort i I remember i had so much anxiety of having this really really hard conversation um, so I had to literally like write down verbatim what I was going to say and what I needed uh, from this, uh, you know, from him. And obviously, then I had to then ask myself, like, okay, if he is unwilling to provide that, what are the next steps? And I didn't get too far ahead of myself because, you know, I, I think we all have a, a tendency to future trip on <laughs> all the mm-hmm. different possibilities, but at least, you know, was aware of like, Oh, Hey, he might not do that. He might not actually answer what I need to hear from him. Like then, okay, what are some options or possibilities after the fact? But before all that, you know, I had to recognize clearly, what did I need? Like, what did I need from him? What were the answers that I needed? Um, so that I got what I needed, but also he was clear on what i needed as well because i mean i think we we get in these workplace environments where we have all these unrealistic expectations of other people that they have zero clue on Uh, and that can go in uh, in your your work can go with with your family Uh, i mean it can go across the board people you hire to work on like your contractors i mean there's so many times we have all these unrealistic expectations and we don't really voice like what we need like it's like man we just put it on them and when they don't deliver man we just resent the, the heck out of them which is not healthy so uh for me to at least share with him like hey here's what i need like here's what i'm expecting uh like he had time to prepare on uh, that information and i was able to you know clearly voice what i needed um so that was super helpful and it's also been very helpful for me on other uh, situations, you know, where, when I find myself getting stressed out about anything for that matter, like, I just go back to that simple question. Like, what do I need? What do I need out of this? What do I need from this? What, what do I need from this person? What do I need from this meeting? What do I need from this conference call? What do I need, you know, from this, uh, this planning meeting, whatever, whatever that is, you know, even like for my kids, like, what do I need from them so that, uh, I feel good about the fact that, um, the, the house has been picked up, the dishes have been put away that, you know, they're doing good with school. Like, you know, what are my expectations? Um, so yeah, like that's been super helpful. And it's funny because my oldest now he's, uh, he's 13 and there was one day I, and I forgot exactly what it was, but I was resenting him for something that he didn't do. And I ended up saying something like, Hey, you know, you didn't do that. He's like, Oh, well you didn't tell me. It's like, yeah, you're right. I didn't tell you, you know, and I was, it was just so awesome to, to, for my 13 year old to recognize like, Hey, you're mad at me, but you actually didn't tell me that that's what you wanted. I'm like, you're right. You're absolutely right. You know? So it was like such a healthy exchange where he could more or less stick up for himself. And I could hear that. And it's like, yeah, you're right. I didn't, I apologize. You know, like, um, I, I should have asked that of you. So going forward, like this is my expectation of what I need from you in this situation. So, that has been uh, it's been helpful uh, for me, and that that was a really really hard time. And to kind of fast forward with that business partner, you know, I'm sad to say that we are no longer business partners. Uh, that ended up becoming the the beginning of the end, which was sad in a way, but also super super helpful and also super healthy because I because I was able to recognize what I needed and voice that to him and he was not able to deliver, I I started to learn like there was some other stuff going on behind the scenes that I was not aware of. But had I not been willing to address that head on, I don't know how much longer it would have went on to where I had no clue what was going on and it could have ended a whole lot worse than it did. Uh, So I was able to actually get him out of the business uh, where he has no (laughs) voting rights, no ownership, no anything, which is is a blessing now. And I can see that now. So.
0: What about this? A lot of times um, I read this in a book a while back and I I can lead and it connects to your topic here with partnerships, whether it's family partnerships, relationship partnerships or even leadership practices at work, that clarity precedes competence. So you have to be clear on what you need, like you described, or what you expect from the other person uh, before you can ensure that they deliver. But what about those times as a parent or as a business partner where you feel like you're crystal clear, but the other person isn't delivering? How, how do you work through those situations?
1: Ooh, 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 ooh. That is a uh, it's a hard one. So it's been a while. Since I've had to address that, you know, in in the the workplace, since I'm, I predominantly work at home now, so most of my interactions or with my contractors are either via email or Slack or <laughs> it's all like verbal. So you know, thinking, you know, with with my kids, but I also think of a, another example of a um, a former employee where you know that's where you have those those check-ins, whether you're doing like a weekly check-in, a monthly check-in, a quarterly check-in, and just restate all right here are the expectations you know here's what we discussed here's what uh you know that you said that you would be able to deliver on that didn't happen so now let's walk through answering the questions like okay so why you know why did it why did it not happen you know was there some family stuff was there uh maybe some other stuff came up you know with the business or in the workplace that you got derailed like something that was unexpected which can always happen or was it just that you weren't committed you know you didn't do the work and basically like you're putting it on them to exp- not explain but inform you on why they weren't able to deliver and anytime you can put it back on them where it's coming you're basically giving them a chance to answer like hey sure. help help me understand what what happened why weren't you able to deliver on what we discussed you know, 90 days ago, a month ago, and let them answer and, and see are, are they owning it? Are they owning the fact that they were able to deliver? Or are they giving you some excuse? <laughs> some, uh, were they rambling on about, oh, well, you know, like this happened and blah, blah, blah. And then my mother in law and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, oh, no, hold on, hold on. Okay. No, like, w- what about your part? You know, like I talk about my kids all the time. It's just like you got to own it. If you, if you said you're going to do something and you didn't do it, you got to own it, you know, own the fact that you didn't do it. And if, if something happened, that's great. Like you can provide that, but that's not your excuse. That's just a situation that's an occurrence. So now we're, what are you going to do going forward? And, you know, so at, at some point, either that person is going to deliver or they're going to keep coming up with excuses to where, I mean, how, how long, how long they can they continue to just make excuses? At some point, they're going to have to figure it out. Where okay, uh, so they're either going to just continue to lie or just make up excuses, and they're they're. I think hopefully they'll take care of itself, or then you got to make the hard decisions. Like, hey, listen, um, you know this is what we need in this position. Um, you know we've had time after time to deliver. You haven't been able to do that. Um, So I think the next best thing, I think the next best thing for you, uh, you know, is to find something else where you actually can excel in what you're, you're gifted at. Um, AKA you're fired. (laughs) (laughs) Those are clearly difficult conversations to have. Uh, Oh, it is, it is. And I, I haven't had to fire a lot of people, but man, I I know one of the, the most recent firing was a, a house manager that was helping out with our kids and our family. and, She just wasn't cutting it. It was like one of the first times I had to, gosh, I think it was the first time I had to fire somebody. I was so nervous. And um, I forgot who gave me the good advice, but it was just like, hey, you know, as a reminder, like don't make it about them. This is about you or the organization or the business, you know, like this is what you need. Going back to what we talked about earlier, you know, this is what my business needs. is what my family needs. You know, right now it's just not working for us. Nothing against you. You know, it's just not working for us. And, you know, we need to go a different direction. And uh, it's funny because at the end of that uh, meeting that I was so stressed out about another one, I just don't like letting people down. Like, it's just, it's just, it sucks. Like, I'm a happy-go-lucky, make everybody feel good. So anytime you got to like bring the, lay down the hammer, like it just doesn't feel good. But at the end of that conversation, it was so funny because, I mean, I, I fired her. And at the end of it, she was thanking me magic the pixie dust this was like oh i don't know what i just did but that was awesome like whoo <laughs>
0: <laughs> what a relief what about this we love to uh discuss um just real practical tips and to take someone's golden nugget that really works for them I love to hear those things. I know each time we talk, the two of us, uh, we always sharpen iron and I get smarter and better every time. So you offer your followers, you know, just amazing service, of very practical financial tips, ideas, side hustles, uh, even your passion of your shoe collection and, and the way now, you can orchestrate cards, the that. It has, yeah. it has
1: grown to sports cards.
0: What's, what's a regular habit of yours that you do on a regular basis and you might not even realize but it's really contributed to your success
1: that is such a great question and i'm going to show you this i know that some people won't be able to see the video but i'll explain what i'm getting ready to show i dropped some water on this so what i'm what i'm showing tom here is a oversized index card i think it's like a five by eight i get these on amazon i think a hundred for i don't even know like six bucks and this is something where I if I don't do this, I can tell the next, like that day that I'm off. I can tell, even though I'm having one of the most productive days, I am off. And what it is is that every night on this oversized index card, I write down what are the things that I need to do the next day. And it always starts with the top here are my is my morning routine. So these are the things that I do every single morning, but I still write them down. So I'm reminded of like, hey, here are the things that I need to do to stay grounded, uh, to stay focused, and just to be aware of what's going on with me and my day. You know, like, there's a, like the Jesus Calling. I read that every day. I have a six minute journal. I do 25 pushups. Uh, you know, uh, I go easy. I'll read something else. If I don't want to like this morning when I'll walk with my puppy. So I'm listening to Audible, but, these are things that I do every single day, but even still, like I write them down as a reminder, but also too, it's like that whole thing of like the power and just checking it off. It's like, gosh, it's nine o'clock. Like, I feel like I haven't done anything today. Well, I can look down and be like, oh, well, you know, I read for five minutes. I did 25 push-ups. I did the Jesus Calling. I, I, uh, I, I did my six minute journal. Like I did all these things. Like, okay, like that's good. That show, that show is showing me that I'm actually doing something, even though I might not feel like that uh, that I haven't done anything. And then from there, I usually have like, I'll write down like my top three. So what are the things for that day that I absolutely have to get done? So I have that top three, uh, something I started, I think the beginning of the year, I think when I, I started this, maybe it was in February, where I will either call or text five people every single day. And that was something that I recognized I wasn't doing a very good job at. And, you know, especially with the pandemic and just kind of being on on my own. Plus now I work from home, so I don't have that workplace, you know, environment. So just being proactive and reaching out to people and just staying connected and just feels like, oh, hey, I'm, but also too, like you're showing other people that they matter, you know, and that you're thinking about them. You know, even if it's a simple text, just seeing how they're doing. Uh, But yeah, so this is a simple thing that I do and I won't say I don't do it every day, but the days that I do 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 it, which is a majority of my days, like I I just feel like, oh, I don't say I feel more productive. I feel I I don't stress if I don't do this. It's like the little things that all of a sudden I feel overwhelmed. And like when I have like a lot of my plate, which could be like little things like I had to write down on here, uh, update my calendar with uh, my oldest son's golf tournaments this summer. Like, like, I've been thinking, gosh, I need to do that. I need to do that. I need to do that. And I haven't done it yet. So I finally just wrote it down so I can see it. Like yeah. once it's on paper, it's like, oh yeah, I can get that done. But when it's like stuck here, it's like I start building all this anxiety and like stress for like really nothing. But man, when I write it down, it's there. So that's such a huge tip for me. But it also requires me to do it the night before so that whenever I wake up, I'm ready to start my day you know, I'm not wasting the first 30, 45 minutes of my day thinking, Oh, what am I going to do today? What do I got to do? You know, like I wake up, I'm ready to start my day and attack my day and get it going.
0: I appreciate you sharing that because so many times these little things that we each do on our daily basis, we don't realize maybe are contributors to our success. And so sometimes just sharing those with others are, are greatly appreciated. So thanks today for sharing that. Um, your number one way to connect in a partnership, whether it's relationships or business partnership, is to being clear on what you need from the other person and ways that you've worked to overcome some solutions when maybe it hasn't gone as planned. So we appreciate you sharing all of that information with our listeners. And where can, I, can these people find you and continue to learn from you on social media and um, just to continue to team up?
1: Yeah. So you can uh, hit me up on Twitter. The uh, Twitter handle is at jjeffrose. There's two Js, jjeffrose, uh, same handle for Instagram. And then also you can check my blog, goodfinancialsense.com, or YouTube. You can search up Jeff Rose or Wealth Hacker as a YouTube channel.
0: All right. I appreciate your time, my friend, and uh, wish you the absolute best here over Memorial Day weekend.
1: Yeah, dude. Thanks, ma'am.
0: Welcome back, teammates. I want to summarize my takeaway from our conversation today with Jeff Rose. He offered us a tip to ensure an impactful and positive partnership, whether it be in your personal life or in business. I took away three steps to ensure that this happens. Step number one voice what you need from the other person, this allows you to clarify your expectations. Step two conduct weekly check ins. And step three, Make sure you have accountability conversations that are focused on results. Each person needs to own their action or inaction. We have Memorial Day weekend coming up. All of your contact information is in social media. Contacts for Jeff Rose will be found in the show notes, so be sure to check them out there. And I wish you a great extended weekend, just like always, only better.